sorry, Steam decided now was the time to update. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. No problem. How's it going? Going pretty good. How about you? <laughs> pretty good. Good, good, good. Well, that's the show, everybody. We've got nothing to complain about <laughs> this nice. week. So. It's been nice spending time with you guys. Um, <laughs> but that's it. So, hope you enjoyed it. Be excellent to each other. No, I'm just kidding. Sometimes that's how it be. You know, just. <laughs> I feel like it is, but I do. Checking in, checking out. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, we took off last week, everybody. Uh, thank you for being patient with us. There was just so much going on. Last week, I was uh, the best man at my buddy Archie's wedding. Yay. And I take my responsibilities very seriously as best man. So, you know, I had to be available and, and lug stuff around and get tuxes, drop off tuxes. I was going to say, you were, and you were also like, it was like the next morning kind of thing. They were getting married or something along the, or the next day from when we would record, I think. So, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. That's stressful. That's what it yeah. would have ended up being. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I, part of me was like, hey, let me get Archie on the podcast. But obviously, he was going to be distracted, too. So Yeah, he's yeah. kind of busy doing the whole marriage thing. That would have been really fun, though. I'd like <laughs> to have him on in the future. That'd be cool. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I want us to have more guests. We should have more guests on this show. What do you guys think? Should we ex- expand it? Should we have more guests on the pod? We've had some. Should we do it more? Huh. More often, you know? I'm curious what people think about that. Because yeah. we know a lot of fun people, you know. We do. But... You know, it's it's their name's not on the show, so we don't normally have them on. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, we can always reject them um, for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, you for whatever reason. You might have me, obviously, if I feel like I'm not getting enough attention. Right, right. So it just depends on, you know, the situation. I want to only feature guests that are named Lex and or Matt. Oh. <laughs> How do we find another Lex and another Matt? What a challenge! Well, that another would Matt be. won't be another Matt won't be difficult. Another Lex might be a little bit more challenging. Oh yeah, back in the eighties, Matts were dime a dozen. You know that was the name for the for for boys back then. So yeah, but Lex Lex might be tricky. That might be a little trickier. Might have to widen that net. Yeah. Well, let us know, everyone. Yeah. If uh, Michael Rosenbaum wants to come on the podcast, he can count as Lex. <laughs> That's true. People who have, have them on. portrayed people in, in, in fictional media named Lex at any point, they're, they're also welcome. Yeah. Lex from Jurassic Park. Gene Hackman. Lex are, Lexes you know? are there. Yeah. Clancy Gene, Brown. Oh, yeah. We can have the, the different the different Lex Luthors. <laughs> um, Man, I would be so intimidated if mm. we had Clancy Brown on the show because his, his voice puts my lower register to shame like that man sounds like he just <laughs> gargles gravel with whiskey and just gets on the mic unless he's mr crab then he's all up here i got get on that business you know <laughs> so so um oh god i looked at our notes and mm-hmm. we have to talk about ezra miller again a lot We've got we to talk, talk about, about them about again them a lot. because lots of stories have come out about them. Man, you know. All right. <laughs> so this is interesting because it's going to kind of unravel in the hypothetical and then what actually is happening. Right. So last week we added a story that Warner Brothers was weighing the fate of the Flash because Ezra Miller is becoming or has become a huge problem. Right. Menace. He's, um, they're a menace, exactly. They, yeah, charges have been brought up against them. They have, you know, a lot going on. <laughs> so <laughs> this this article from the Hollywood Reporter was saying, okay, the WB is kind of facing this scenario of what do they do? Right. What are their options? And in this article, they said first, um, Warner's has. Um, received indications that Miller, whose mother has accompanied the actor in most recent days, will seek professional help uh, and return home to their farm in Vermont after being away. If that happens, Miller um, Mm -hmm. could give an interview at some point explaining their erratic behavior. 
over the past few years. The actor could then do a limited press, uh, limited press for the flash. And then uh, the movie could open as planned. This was, I guess, path number one that Warner brothers was debating. The second path was even if Miller doesn't reach out for help, they could still release the film, but they wouldn't have Miller playing a role in the marketing or publicity of the film. Right. Uh, Miller would not be the Flash going forward at all, and it would be recast. So they'd release it as is, not have them involved in any capacity. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I really thought this was the path that they were going to take. I did, too. Let's let's get I to the third one. I'm going to chime in. The third situation yeah. um, is that this Miller situation deteriorates even more mm-hmm. and that Warner Brothers kills the movie outright mm. as it could. It says as it could not be shot reshot with a different actor um ezra miller plays multiple characters and is in almost every scene which of course makes sense it's a fucking flash movie right um and then they're playing with the multiverse so that makes sense that they would play multiple characters i'm, I'm assuming multiple iterations of themselves mm-hmm. as barry allen in different universes whatever and then this uh it would be scrapping 200 million dollars that's how much the film cost, and it would be an unprecedented loss, basically. Right, right. So that was the that was the scenario we were looking at last week. Yes, things have deteriorated, of course, as as now, uh, the article alludes that they were yes, want to but do. Something else happened. This is another Hollywood Reporter story because this because as we know, as we have discussed, the WB. And DC properties are all up in the air right now. Everything's a fucking mess. Right. Um, they're cleaning house and not in a good way. So this was also this article was saying that David Zaslov, who has you know is the new Warner Brothers Discovery CEO, says they're do they've done a reset. They're creating a ten year plan for DC. <laughs> <laughs> Who's okay. on that team is unclear. Yeah. And they shelved the ninety million dollar Batgirl movie because of this. Wild. Um, I also heard a rumor, and I'm not 100 percent sure if that's true, that they were talking. Who's the actress who played Batgirl? I do not know off the top of my head. I apologize for not knowing this. I feel very shitty about it. But while Matt looks that up, <laughs> um. <laughs> I just saw her name earlier today, too, and yeah. it, it escapes me as well. So there was a rumor that they were going to try to keep her, but scrap this movie and put her in other stuff related to the the new 10-year plan universe. Um, I want to say Leslie something. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. And if we're wrong, we're assholes, and we apologize. So... It's weird to me to scrap... You can scrap a $90 million film for like budgetary reasons and then get your your tax credit but you can't scrap the 200 million dollar film i wonder if that has to do with like contracts and things like that of a theatrical release versus a home release i don't know um apparently warner brothers wants to release three to four films a year right and that's what this you know is alluding to um And this, so so basically, they are trying to build this multiverse, this universe, everything like that. I really think, regardless of how things play out, and I'm not one for no redemption, but I think they should recast Miller either way. But that's just my opinion. I mean, if I can just chime in for a moment here, it, yeah, they could easily put if they do end up releasing this movie. Just, you know, against all odds, they can mm-hmm. easily put an addendum at the end that, you know, uh, Barry Allen got lost in the time stream or mm-hmm. he reset the time stream. And mm-hmm. now, you know, we're, we're joining this new DC universe in progress or something <laughs> like that. It's so yeah. easy to do yeah. because it doesn't it doesn't uh, harm comic book continuity when it happens in the books. It's almost expected to happen that way, yeah. you know, and the whole thing with just at the very core of all of this, too, you know, there there are certain 
uh, standards that we have set about actors playing these characters. They've recast these characters before. Not, not these per se. Oh yeah, even, even these characters. Yeah. We've had, you know, several Batman at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are certain actors who are tied to characters that are just held above all others. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, of course, is a, is a prime example. Right. But even even if you just like look at the source material itself and you consider the fact that these superstar creative teams break up sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. I was going to get a, a Stanley and Jack Kirby on every single comic featuring the Fantastic Four. Sometimes right. you get a, a Mark Wade and Mike Waringo and that becomes the definitive Fantastic Four for that generation. But moviegoers or the modern MCU and DCU fans just cannot accept that there might be a slight change in in the creative lineup or or even what they're seeing on screen. It's it's incredible yeah. to me. And under normal circumstances, I'd say, yeah, no, absolutely, you know, release this Flash movie as is. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. And then it is Leslie Grace, by the way. Leslie Grace. Was the actress playing uh, Batgirl. She of In the Heights, yes. Yeah, yeah. And Zaslov was saying that they've seen these these movies, meaning Black Adam, the second Aquaman, like, I, I mean, they're still making that, but, and then right. The Flash. He says, we've seen them. We think they're terrific, and we think that we can make them even better. Oh, also I Shazam, felt- too. That's That's part of yeah. it as well. Shazam 2 is also part of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Batman, Robert Pattinson movies are still going to be separate in their own universe. Yeah. So they're already breaking their own, you know, edict here. Well, they said they have a 10-year plan for these films. They didn't say it was going to be one universe. That's true. That is true. They have not said that. And in addition to the to the Robert Pattinson Batman sequel, which <laughs> for some reason has not yet been greenlit, uh, the, the Joker sequel also is another splinter universe we talk about that all the time too which i like i i don't people might disagree with me on this but i don't really want to see ezra miller interacting with robert pattinson that sounds like a fucking nightmare it's a chore it's a chore seeing it's a chore seeing ezra miller interact with anyone i've yeah I've been on the anti-Ezra Miller train before it was cool. You have. You You know, (laughs) go back and check my stats. I've never been a fan of their acting. I've never been a fan of the way they chose to portray Barry Allen in these films, whether it be directorial or otherwise. I I just have not been a fan. Well, and apparently they have such a fucking strong influence on these movies that they were picking directors because remember oh, that right. was a thing that whole yeah. kerfuffle the, the whole reason why it's taken a decade to yeah. get a flash movie period is because ezra was being super picky and butting heads and and kicking people off the film yeah thank you for reminding me of that that's absolutely I, right <laughs> i was always very perplexed by that because they did not like like they're the lead actor yes and i'm not saying they shouldn't have a say I like when actors are a part of the creative process, but come the fuck on. I was amazed that they got away with that. It seems like they get away with just about anything. So, Matt, we have the updates. Did you want to go into detail about the path that DC has taken? Yeah, so apparently the option that they're choosing is the mental health angle here. And I don't mean uh, to yes. be disrespectful to anyone who is suffering from mental health issues in their everyday life. It's a very real thing. It's something that needs to be more uh, normalized as far as discussion, as far as treatment, everything involved there. Mm-hmm. But to so blatantly use that as a scapegoat, as a reason to get a film released... Yeah is despicable and disrespectful yeah. to everyone who's yeah, really going I through don't. this. So I I sympathize with the struggle that Ezra Miller is going through right now. Absolutely 100%. However, right. um, this is somebody who has felony charges against them right now. 
This yeah. is someone Fel- who felony was it felony assault? Felony assault. This is was? someone who uh, is accused of starting their own cult, like a certain other DC actor we we are familiar Under, with. Underage. Uh, yeah, bringing underage at one point. I'm, bringing underage girls along with him on the road, or I'm sorry, along with them on the road. Uh, also, yeah. uh, let's let's not forget, uh, straight up, just. Challenging the KKK to a to a duel <laughs> at one point on social media. I mean that was pretty funny. But. So all of this all of this being said, we I want to I want to even clarify a little bit more. A statement was released by Ezra Miller's publicist, not a video from Ezra, not a tweet from no. their official account saying, "Hey everybody, you know." I'm going through this right now. I fucked up. No, this is a statement that was given to, I believe, Variety uh, talking about what was going on from the publicist. So we don't even know if Ezra's really even involved in this apology and this, uh, you know, admission of, of, of the struggle here. Yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. Right. It's <laughs> we have no clue if they are actually have actually agreed to this or not. Right. Like, I, I don't know. This is fucked up. Incredibly so. So yeah, there's there's so much going on right now. And and they they were like, I have mental health issues and I'm working on this, everything like that. And I guess this is supposed to be the the fix. Um, I have a hard time believing. Well, unless they're actually truly getting help, you know, um, that can make a huge difference. But I. Again, I admire people who go and seek help, who who do actually put in the work to make changes in their lives to be the best version of themselves they can be. I'll tell you what's not good for one's mental health, promoting a multi-million dollar picture over weeks and months touring without getting proper rest. Yeah, because those are intense tours, too. Yeah. You know, you just sit in a dark room and they just file in interviewer after interviewer Mm -hmm. to talk to you. You got to hit all the daily talk shows and the morning shows and everything. And of course, any talk show worth their salt is going to talk about like, hey, whatever happened to those people who were missing that we haven't heard an update on? What happened to them? Where, Where are they, dude? What's going on? Yeah, the whole situation is so sketchy. And I'm I'm not opposed to look. I understand they want to release this movie. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of other people. We've talked about this numerous times. A lot of people work very hard on a film like this. Right. And it'd be sad to see it thrown away. Look at how heartbreaking that was when Batgirl was thrown away. Yeah, you know. Um. So I'm not opposed to them releasing the movie. I just think they should have gone with plan number two, which was. They're in the movie. We're not going to have them do press. They're no longer involved with the WB. Yeah. You know, we will recast them moving forward, but they are in this movie. We acknowledge that. End of story. Maybe make a donation. I don't know. That's I mean, we, we know that see. that during or rather between arrests and, and run-ins with the law, uh, Ezra was doing reshoots on the film. That was that was actually uh, one of the stories we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Therefore... There's no reason why they can't do additional scenes with characters that aren't played by Ezra Miller and kind of flesh out this film a little bit more to make it a launching pad for, oh man, we're about to do it again, the uh, the actress who's playing uh, Supergirl, you know? Oh God, I don't know who that is either. Is that still happening? Yeah, yeah. She's in. <laughs> I, I saw some stills and she's in the background. Uh, of the uh, of the of the movie with 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 two Ezra Millers on screen at the same time. So where did you see that? I want to see that. Yeah, that was Sasha a while back. Sasha Cali. Yeah. It looks like the Flash. Yeah. Wait, why is there a trailer on here? I haven't seen this. A teaser oh, trailer? Yeah, that came out a while back. I don't remember this. That's how long it's been. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, Sasha Kelly. You're right. That's who it yeah. was. That's who it is. I don't remember this teaser at all. Yeah. I'm not I'm not watching it with sound. I'm just like watching the imagery. I don't I, what the fuck? All right. Well, I guess I can watch that after. Yeah, they made such a big deal of introducing her and saying, "Okay, this is her reaction to being cl- uh, cast as the the first Latina 
uh, Supergirl actress, and here's her costume that's going to look really rad, and, you know, here's here's some stills of her in the movie. Oh, with, yeah, I see it. Yeah, two Ezra's, so. I like what I see of her costume. That looks cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, but, you know, let's get some more of her. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, they should just make this like, yes, you can launch your universe and then just recast them moving forward. I don't I don't see any reason why they can't just release the film, move on. Right. Bring in someone else. There's plenty of plenty of other great actors who can play that part. This is something that should absolutely be kicked to HBO Max, simply because if you want to fast forward through any of the crap featuring Ezra Miller, you can do that. You can see your your yeah. Michael Keaton. I don't think you're. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think that's going to be a uh, like possible. I think they're going to be in all of the movie. You know. Yeah, that's I true. I wonder how much it would cost to like put someone else's face on them. Oh, we don't want to go down w. that path again. You remember the mustache game? I know, but it would be really funny. Yeah, it, it would. would be so funny. It would be hilarious. And that's well, the remember thing. how many memes we got out of that Justice League shit? <laughs> I'd be I'd, I'd be in for that. I'm fine. With, the, with the mustache, with the weird lips. Yeah, the weird like lip over thing. Oh, I don't know man. what that was. They spent so much money on that movie, and that's the best they could do. Oh, that was the best they could do. Yeah. As we've discussed in the past, I enjoyed it more than you did. You but did. I, <laughs> I was, I was, I watched it with my brother. Yeah. Had a good time. I have not seen it since, though. So, well, I saw the the Schneider cut, but. <laughs> you didn't go back and watch the super uh, gritty black and white version of it. Black and white version of the Snyder Cut? Yeah, they re-released it in black and white because, you know... No. Uh, aesthetic, you know. Yeah, because yeah. that's what, uh, what I guess, Snyder originally intended. Sure. Remember was. when we were messaging each other when that came out, and we were like, what the fuck is wrong with this aspect ratio? <laughs> I'm like, you douchebag, fuck you. It's It's... Man, this guy is so good at selling people on the the bullest of bullshit because, man. He's not a good director. I'm just throwing that out there. I did not like any of that. I didn't. And it's just. Have you ever liked any of his movies? Honestly, because I have Man of Steel. I like Man of Steel. I you know? have problems with that movie. We've gone on in detail on that. But yeah. But, I mean, as, as far as what I, it was trying to do, I feel like it was successful in that regard. You know? Yeah, no, Henry, Henry and Henry Cavill is amazing. I loved the cast. It was inspired. Yeah, you know, well, I love. No, the- I, I, I did not like Jesse Eisenberg as uh, Luther, but yeah. other than that, I liked the cast. Yeah, and the intro, the intro to the movie too, where we spent more time on on Krypton, and it actually gave mm-hmm. a new spin on how they lived on that planet with all that yeah. cool like biotech. I thought mm-hmm. that was great. I thought that was really yeah, yeah. Innovative. I'm fine with with fleshing out that that universe more in that sense. Um, I didn't oppose that. I just didn't love the movie, but yeah, I mean, we, we have another, I, I did not know this. So there's another superhero story on here and I can (laughs) hear about this. What is going on? This just came out yesterday. This news was just broken yesterday. Apparently, um, and we got to kind of like make sure to specify who exactly this is here. Okay. Uh, because there's on Superman and Lois, they have two kids. There's Jonathan Kent and there's Jordan Kent. Yeah. However, the actor that plays the role of Jonathan Kent is played by a guy named Jordan Elsis. Yes. He's going to be That's- leaving Superman and Lois. Okay, and I and I skimmed this article, and I the reasons given were baffling. Yes. Um, it's a successful show. It's still gonna stay on the air. It's coming back next year for season four, I believe. I need to catch up with it. I'm terrible about that. But anyway, um, why were they leaving? Why is he leaving the show? Well, right now everything's just kind of uh, unknown. But ultimately, it boils down to, uh, according to this article from Deadline, the decision was made after Texas native Elsis did not report back to work by the deadline given to the cast to reconvene in Vancouver, where Superman and Lois films. What? Yeah. 
So I saw something about COVID vaccines too. That no call, had- no show. So there's a there's a lot of conversation about that. Some some pieces I've read say that he has an autoimmune issue where he can't get the COVID vaccine. Okay. And of course, some other outlets are saying that he's just flat out refusing to get the vaccine, and he's he's you know making up reasons why. So, you know, nothing is firm right now, but what is known is that he will no longer be a part of this show, and they're going to have so, to recast him. This Deadline article says that his vaccination status is unknown. He's believed to have used an exception during filming last season, which he seemed to confirm in a quickly deleted Instagram story in which he questions whether vaccines work. Right, right. And they also oh. Canada has a policy of not allowing unvaccinated people to come into their country. Well, there you go. It also says that earlier in the article, according to sources, Elsis has been dealing with serious personal issues, some of them possibly related to mental health that the series producers oh, no. became aware of. There's also conflicting information whether he left or was let go. So, yeah, right now. Well, this says that in in his case, he did not even attempt to return to set in Canada, according to sources. So yeah. I don't know. I think that has to do with what you mentioned about just them not letting in un- the unvaccinated, which, you know, great call, Canada. Awesome. Awesome call. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is abrupt and surprising. I mean, it's one of the, the four main characters of the family exactly it's a really big deal yeah um i'm curious if they they haven't announced oh it just happened so i guess they have not announced who's going to take over i'm sure it'll be another unknown actor yeah but it seems like everything regarding (laughs) dc is on fire right now like everything is just an upheaval and now i just see right here in the in the in the side column that they pulled the not too late show with elmo from hbo max what the fuck man what (sighs) You know, he had Batman on as a guest one time. And Jimmy Fallon. I hate it here. Yeah. Yeah. So, with uh, with Jonathan being recast, it, what's interesting to me is I remember on this show talking about their original casting when they were first discussing, uh, you know, what this show was going to look like. And we were surprised that, you know, they were going to have two sons instead of just one just Jonathan like, right. like they do in the book. So I don't know if he had much acting experience before this, but it seemed like the casting of Jordan and Jonathan were kind of last minute, all things considered, you know, cause they, they were in production yeah. and they were like, okay, now we need to cast these kids. It's like, It'd wait be a funny minute. If they were like, we're just having one kid now. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to pull a family matters and just never talk about Jonathan again. <laughs> yeah. And I know you're not like, completely up to date on the show but needless to say the the season didn't end on a cliffhanger where they could write him off or you know bring into question uh where he is at any point like he's he's there he's on the farm with them so yeah they they need to just recast him and never address it it's weird yeah but shows do it all the time or they (laughs) used to they don't do it as much anymore but remember how they used to do that all the time oh yeah yeah. It would just happen and we acknowledged it and we're like, uh, this is this is the wrong Darren on Bewitched, but whatever. <laughs> you know, like that that was a thing that happened. Right, 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 right. I mean they could pull a, a two and a half man and just have a piano fall on him or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, and then why is Ashton Kutcher playing <laughs> Jonathan Kent now? That's weird. <laughs> Bringing Christopher Plummer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, he didn't do anything that bad now. But yeah, when you see Christopher Plummer, you know somebody (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) What if they replace him with Tig? I believe it. Both of them. I I want Tig to play both roles. (laughs) (laughs) The multiverse of Nataro. I'm with it. I'm with it. I watched that in a yes. heartbeat. <laughs> It'd be appointment viewing. Never skip an episode. So yeah, no, I'm glad you caught that. That's that's some weird shit, right? Like it just came out of nowhere. That that is really weird. We might find out more in the future, um, but I hope that you know 
he's okay. And, and obviously, you know, I mean, I hope the same for Ezra Miller too. I want the, I want them to get better. Absolutely. Um, I just yeah. think like when you, when it comes to someone who's harming other people, I have less, um, I'm, I'm like, okay, I want them to get help, but I also want them away from people, you know? Yeah. Like I want them to go get intense help and focus completely on that and not on this movie and all that stuff. And, you know, to make sure that sets and, and everything like press, all that stuff is safe. I can't imagine what it's going to look like with them doing press. And that could be a situation with this, as well, where they're, you know, doing press for this show, doing the intense hours, could have gotten to the Jordan, the actor Jordan, not the character Jordan, could have gotten to him, especially if he's younger. Like, that's a really intense job. It's a lot. Hmm. That's true. That is true. Um, yeah. I... <laughs> this is worse than it, than I thought it was. Like, I made a joke about the whole Elmo thing being pulled, but apparently today they announced that there are several more things being pulled from HBO Max. Okay. Including some of my favorites. Oh, shit. uh, 12 Dates of Christmas. Don't know what that is. About last night. My favorite. You know. (laughs) The the animated miniseries Aquaman King of Atlantis, which Mm -hmm. was fucking hilarious. Uh, This one, this one really cuts deep. Close enough. Which is an animated show I was one? telling you, you gotta see, you gotta watch it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I forgot which one, what that one was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a continue, it's, it's a, a spiritual successor to regular show, basically. Same creator, same voice actor. I watched a couple episodes of that, I remember it. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of skimming here. Uh, I know Ellen got two shows pulled. Uh, one was, uh, her kids show and the other one was Ellen's Next Great Designer. Uh, let's see. Infinity Train is gone. Hmm. Uh, Mighty Magic Swords, which I'm sure Dee will be very pleased to hear that because she hated that cartoon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, KO, Let's Be Heroes, uh, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, all the uh, Sesame Street specials. Of course, I mentioned Elmo earlier. Um, Uncle Grandpa and Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs, which was uh, a... Flintstone spinoff, obviously. I don't know why it took me so long to say that. A lot of animated shows got cut then. Yeah, yeah, a whole lot, a, a lot of smaller shows. Summer Camp Island, damn, yeah, a lot of a lot of smaller uh, animated shows, but some good ones. That's so, rough though. Like, yeah, because I mean they sold us on just like, hey, all your all your uh, Cartoon Network favorites are going to be right here. You know, this is going to be the destination, and now it's not. So where do they go? They just they're in limbo. Yeah, maybe the stronger performing ones will get picked up. Yeah, maybe. That's weird because I know um, close enough. I thought either they just dropped a new season or they were in. They were uh, about to drop a new season, and I was looking forward to that. It it truly like right now it's it doesn't matter like it's so scorched earth. Yeah. It seems it doesn't matter where they are with stuff. Like they're just gonna throw it out. Man, what a what a fucking disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Even more is coming. So. For sure. So yeah, if there's something that's on your. I'm to really watch worried about list, our flag means death. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, they could change their mind if, at the drop of a hat. You know, even even a guaranteed renewal is yep. not a guarantee. And and as per usual, it's important to have your bunker copies, everyone. Get yeah. your bunker copies. This has if you been really love a show. your bunker copy warning for this episode. I forgot what we called that segment. But every HBO Max Advocate story. Advocate for bunker copies to that's right. continue to come out, too. We want right. to make sure they're still making those. It's important. Man, what a mess. The apocalypse. Our Flag yeah. Means Death, Southside, mm-hmm. uh, Black Lady Sketch Show. All that stuff. I'm concerned. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, succession. Succession. Okay. <laughs> that would trip everybody out if they took Sopranos and Succession over there. Like, what? This is yeah. why HBO exists. <laughs> this is the whole <laughs> point. 
<coughs> All right. A uh, couple more stories. Uh, here's one from USA Today. Um, apparently, Cracker Barrel introduced uh, impossible meat to their menu as an option. And cool. cra- crackers have gone crazy. Uh, no surprise there. No, no, they're all very upset. Yeah, you took my meat away. How dare you? Oh, they all didn't the- take anything away. I hate when people say shit like that. I'm the like, they're still mafia. gonna serve bacon. Of course they are. I like how they think that people who have different opinions of them are, are rather different opinions than them are all part of some committee, and we sit down and make decisions like this, like release impossible meat to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Like we're playing chess. Just, just like see what they throwing do. a pawn up. Going, <laughs> we're coming they, just, the they all just wave their arms around like Kermit the Frog. Just, oh no, they're the woke mobs coming at us again. Like, no, no one's coming at you, man. It was some dude sitting in a boardroom who said, let's give people more and more options than just meat at this restaurant. Right, right. Let's make more money by offering more things. That's what it's about at the end of the day. Don't you love capitalism? <laughs> Free market? That's what it's about. Cracker Barrel is now serving plant-based sausage. Meat eaters aren't having it. The popular southern restaurant chain is one of the few places where you can have breakfast after sitting on a real wood rocking chair on the front porch or buying a bejeweled yard chameleon or live, laugh, love <laughs> wall sign. But a new menu item comes with a side of controversy. Cracker Barrel is ruffling the feathers of some carnivorous customers by offering impossible sausage as a protein option. Discover new meat frontiers, the company said in a Facebook post. Oh, well, there you go. It was on Facebook. So, of course, that, yeah, that audience piss some people off. <laughs> uh, it says, experience the out-of-this-world flavor of impossible sausage made from plants next time you build your own breakfast. <laughs> Thank you for adding a plant-based fake meat option to the menu, Facebook user Laura Warrat Jones said in a comment. Each year, more and more people are going plant-based for the animals, for their health, and or for the planet. Okay, that was a positive mm-hmm. reaction. I thought it was going to be mean. <clears throat> that was positive. <laughs> but it didn't last long. Bad choice, Brenda K. Monty commented on Facebook. Do your research. What the fuck? Really? <laughs> What research? Do your research. What? Oh, okay. And this one's in all caps from somebody named Mark Vige. He says, you can take my pork sauces when you pry it from my cold, dead hands. Don't tread Once on my again, pork. Once again, no one is trying to take that from you, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'll just read this one last. User Joe Wicker, who wrote in the comments that he still orders the double meat breakfast, even though it's gone from the menu, suggested the VP of marketing should be fired, calling the offering a woke social experiment based on ideology and not business. You know that they love him when he comes in and he's ordering off menu. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, I mean, he's paying double for something that, you know, he really doesn't need anyway. But that's fine. You know, have it your way, bud. Every every restaurant is a Burger King, if you believe. So come on in. Yeah, and my thing is like I'm like okay, eat your meat. Yeah. Like and don't make someone else. That's the problem, man. You're trying to push your shit on someone else, and then you're claiming they're trying to push it on you. Then he right. I mean, does does he expect no to walk in? No one should be pushing anything on each other. Is he gonna order his double meat and then just expect like you know just a a, a shock? A hushed shock to come over the whole restaurant, and then sudden an eruption of 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 cheers to just come from everyone. Like, yeah, you show them there. What's his name? Joe Wicker. You show them that meat's still on the menu. Yeah. And I don't like they're, the I don't like the picture. <laughs> I don't like the picture that the other dude painted too. You can pry his pork sausage from his cold dead hands. Yeah, and, that's really gross. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Not a fan. No. So, yeah. That is incredibly stupid, but given that it was people on Facebook reacting, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That checks out. Speaking of people who are crazy about meat, Army Hammer. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. That That was terrible. (laughs) 
According to Variety, uh, Army Hammer's alleged victims reveal shocking messages and voice memos in new investigative docuseries. Now, did you watch the trailer for this? Because Kayla and I watched it, and we were like, oh, my God, we have to see this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on Discovery Plus. I'm looking forward to it. I don't have Discovery Plus, but I'll get a free trial for this. Yeah, yeah, and don't forget, you better watch it soon, because now that Discovery and Warner Brothers are in the same camp, this could be canceled a week after it premieres, so who knows? Yeah, I'll watch it quickly. <laughs> yeah, see, it all, it all comes back. Uh, Army Hammer, who you all may remember, uh, is an embattled actor accused of sexual abuse in early 2000, uh, uh, sorry, 2021. Uh, he's the focus of this forthcoming docuseries, which also delves into his family history. Uh, the three-part series, House of Hammer, investigates accusations against Hammer, which he emphatically and repeatedly denied through lawyers, including messages that he allegedly sent to women about his cannibalistic fantasies and sexual fetishes. See, which- I, don't, I don't think he's actually cannibal or anything like that. I think he's just like you know, uh, like a psychopath. Like, I think he's just got a lot of fucked up shit going on. Has he actually eaten a person? I don't think, well, he's very rich. I don't think he's eaten a whole person. I think he's eaten parts of people. Do you think? Yeah, I think maybe. I mean, like you said, he's very rich. There's there's some weird people on the internet who might like that and might like sell him a finger or something, you know, and he doesn't have to worry about how long the shelf life of it is because as you know, uh, Arm and Hammer baking soda keeps things fresh much longer past the shelf life. And his family made their wealth with this baking powder. So yeah, right. Perfect for every fridge and freezer. Exactly. I've got some in my fridge right now. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Armin. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> what a great get that would be. And just to turn around and talk about this, like, shit. <laughs> if we ever were sponsored by, like, Armin Hammer in that situation, I would absolutely do that day one. Absolutely. I'd It'd wait be... for one check to clear, knowing <laughs> that they would never pay us again. And then I would, <laughs> I would be like... So Army Hammer <laughs> abused people allegedly. Uh, anyone want to talk about the details of this? And then we would lose their sponsorship. But I would still have some money from them, and I'd be fine with that. One hundred percent. You know, one hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, you know, I have uh, the top of a wedding cake in my refrigerator right now until the weekend. But uh, let's talk about this fucked up dude, Army. What's what's going on with that guy? What's, mm-hmm. what's happening there? Yeah, yeah, that I'm very interested to know more about the entire family in that documentary too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not just him. It sounds. I mean, this whole family seems really fucked up. It seems and one like of his the, family members is speaking out against them. So right, right. It seems know. like the three part docu series is the way to go these days. Uh, we just had one with uh, Woodstock '99. Um, mm-hmm. I think Surviving R. Kelly was also a three part docu series. You know. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that Woodstock documentary was really good, by the way. It was, it was because you know there was so much. I I lived through that basically. You know, I Mm -hmm. I was watching MTV hardcore back then, like all day long, and I was getting these updates in real time as as they came up. So it's it's interesting to to hear uh, the VJs and everybody else involved look back on it, see how fucking delusional these old men still are about their intentions mm-hmm. and their you know practices, but to hear um, the the people who were actually there at, at ground level talk about it, it is just fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Yeah. I also just watched a Shania Twain documentary on Netflix. Complete sidebar, but. I highly recommend it. Even okay. if you're not a big country music fan, um, if you just like music in general and the impact that Shania Twain had, it's a really good documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to check that out. Um, I mean, we're pretty much just in the What Are You Watching segment now, so that's cool. But yeah. uh, we watched uh, the first season of A League of Their Own uh, on Prime. We have not watched that yet because... We watched, we've been watching for months now, like, all of BoJack. We just finished oh, BoJack. Okay, okay, okay. That was an intense journey. Yeah, sure. it wasn't what you were expecting, was it? 
<laughs> no, it wasn't in a good way. Yeah. It took a very long time for me to like it, though. Absolutely. I mean, it's 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 different. It's a it's a different type of show. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that near the end of it, it seemed like it grew up, you know, more than yeah. uh, more than I expected it to. So that was that was good. Um, but circling back to League of Their Own, that was uh, like another thing. I wasn't expecting it to be what it was, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah, I I'm probably gonna watch that over the weekend okay yeah it's short i think it's maybe eight episodes it's like yeah. a mazel season basically yeah um and it's entertaining it's not like the movie if you're hoping to get that but it is an entertaining little uh first season of a show yeah and i don't necessarily want it to be like the movie you know i love the movie it's my favorite sports movie mm-hmm. it's very important to me but i don't want to see that again you know I, I want to see them do their own thing now. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I'm, I'm, I was kind of on the fence about it because I, I love the movie. I wanted to see more of that type of thing. Um, yeah. But for what they gave us, like I said, it was also entertaining. It was also heartfelt. It was also funny. You know, it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And that's fine because sometimes yeah. things surprise you in a good way. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we have a wall of weird, and it's not really a long one. Wall I just think weird. it's really funny. Okay. Okay. Is this another one that you just want to like read a certain part of? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a video. Oh, okay. So what I want to do is read this, and then what I'm going to have you do is click on it after I tell you to. Okay. And you can just watch the video briefly, and you'll understand. Mm. A disoriented brown bear cub was rescued in Turkey on Thursday, appearing to have been intoxicated after eating excessive amounts of, quote, mad honey. What is mad honey? Mad honey or deli ball in, uh, damn it, it just switched to a different, because it's a video, it like switched to a different article, um, is a type of... Um, I cannot pronounce this word. Honey that has hallucinogenic effects. And so this bear, which you can now click on it and watch it, Matthew, <laughs> is tripping. Oh, man. The bear is fine. I love it. Was rescued, like expected to make a full recovery. This bear is fucked up. And I love it because it's like drunk Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> this bear is chill, man. This is like Paddington, dude. He's sitting up here with his hand yeah. looking like... He's sitting like, upright. He's, he's sitting like a human. He's, he's in the just, Al Bundy position right now, just kicking back. Like, there are people who are close to him, just like talking to him and stuff, you know? He's very, very high. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a beautiful moment, and I thought we should share it, you it's know? parties. I love it. Yeah. Good for you, Bear. Way to, way to, yeah. way to manage your anxiety. <laughs> I also just love that there is a type of honey that you can eat that could make you trip like this. Yeah. If eaten in excessive amounts. That is pretty fucking That's rad. fascinating. Just yeah. drop that in some tea and just, you know, <laughs> have a great afternoon. <laughs> and then you just go into the sunken place, I guess. I don't just, know. just Winnie the Pooh it for the rest of the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that was cool. Okay, I, I enjoyed that wall of yeah. weird. Of course, we'll share that with everyone else so they can see it as well uh, on the Discord. And uh, if you want to be part of yes. our Discord, you totally should because we have a lot of fun over there. And let me tell you, we have so many generous patrons because not only do they support our show and help us to keep going and do what we do, but they also, as of late, have been sharing digital download codes for movies, music, Video games on Steam, all kind of stuff in, in a special channel that we dedicated just for that purpose. And boy, like people are just being really generous with that stuff. So there's a lot of stuff in there that folks haven't even claimed yet. I love it. Yeah, it's really cool. Albums, like, move, you know, anything is in there. Yep. Um, and everyone's allowed to share. The only rule is that you have to, like, you know, somehow mark it if you take it kind of thing. Exactly. Um, I assume everyone's following that rule. I mean, it's kind of impossible to fully check that, but, you know, honor system. Honor system. We got a good group of people there. So if you want to be one of that, if you want to be one of those folks, if you want to be part of this good group, uh, check out patreon.com slash Lex and Matt and 
there's much more than just the Discord. That's just a little cherry on top of everything else. So come yeah. through, support us. Thank you for doing that. And say hi. We'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to follow us everywhere else, it's at Lex and Matt across the board. Yeah, we're available on all platforms. So, you know, if you're listening to this, why aren't you subscribed yet? Yeah. Take someone's phone. Go subscribe on their phone. Come on. Give us a rating. Be nice about it. Five stars, hopefully. You know, yeah. we work hard for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got anything else going on, Matt, that you want to promote? Yo, I got all kind of stuff going on. I What's have uh, the Uncanny Magazine podcast is still in full effect. Uh, they are doing a Kickstarter right now to uh, continue publishing the magazine for another year. What's great about that is, uh, you know, it helps to actually pay the editorial staff. Uh, the, the managing staff gets paid last. What they want to do, they want to cover everybody who works hard for the magazine, uh, out of their, you know, their good graces and all. So I fully endorse this. Yes, I do get a little bit of it because I work for them too, but it's not just me. It's the whole team that you're helping and you're, ho- you're helping to continue to promote a safe platform for, uh, you know, everybody of all backgrounds to publish their work in a, in a uh, sci-fi magazine. So love yeah, that. it's such a cool project. It's yeah. such a cool thing. And I'm glad you're a part of it. Thank you. I'm glad to be a part of it. So yeah, that's what's going on there. Um, there's some other stuff. I, I, an artist friend of mine posted, uh, some, uh, some stuff she wants to do with voice acting and asked for people to just, uh, participate. I got in there cause you nice. know, it's always good to keep the, keep the muscle, going you know yeah keep working that muscle so yeah go keep working that out uh what you got going on um we have over on ravens uh the ravens podcast channel we have capeside chats by the time you're listening to this i believe um season six will be out it is the last season we cover the entirety of season six except for the series finale Mm. um next week August 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That would be, what, 6 p.m. Central for you guys? Yes. We will be doing a, on the Ravens channel, a live watch along of the series finale together, which I have seen and Simon has not seen. It will be the extended cut um, that I have, and Simon is not ready. He's mm. not prepared. He thinks he's prepared. He's not prepared. So we're going to watch that in front of everyone, and that's going to be really fun. And then we'll talk about it after on the final episode of the show. Man, end of an era. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like a bittersweet thing. It's nice to finish it and, you know, put a bow on it kind of thing. But it's also like, ah, oh, this project is done, you know? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Must feel good, though. Must feel like you've accomplished it, though. Absolutely. And I'm just, I'm very excited to watch it next week um because season six is pretty rough yeah it's by far the worst season of the show but the finale is great it's really good stuff so that'll be fun very cool but yeah that's all you guys can go listen to that subscribe to ravens as well subscribe check it out check it out check it out yeah <sighs> we did it we did it thank you once again folks for listening we've made it through another episode uh, as always, I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. I think it's your turn. Yeah. I think it, I thought it was your turn. Okay. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> Bye.